if everyone makes some room. Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. So let's all make sure we give everyone somewhere to stay. Let's all make sure we give everyone somewhere to stay. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actor Sean Marshall, to the show. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. It's great to have you on the show and to talk about Pete's Dragon. This is one of my favorite live-action Disney films, definitely up in the top five, and it's getting a remake, which we'll talk about soon. But let's talk about the original 77 film. Over 37 years has passed since this movie came out. Have you seen it recently or introduced it to any young family members of your own? Um, Yeah, you know, I do on occasion. Um, As you said, the Blu-ray just came out a couple of years ago. I did the introduction to the Blu-ray. Um, yeah, so on occasion I do. I keep copies around that I sign um, for people. So when I do that, um, especially if they're around, you know, we'll we'll watch it again. So yeah, I you know probably once a year at at a minimum I watch it. But um, yeah, sometimes more than that. Did your family ever take home videos of you, or is this like your kind of your gateway to your twelve year old home video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we rarely ever. Um, took home videos uh, because, you know, I was in the industry, so it was kind of like having home videos. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I see myself on TV all the time between Pete's Dragon and the other movies and the series I did, but, um, yeah, yeah. To get to the film's all-star cast, you know, we have Shelley Winters, Jim Dale, Jeff Conway, Red Buttons, Jim Backus, and the late Mickey Rooney. You know, I can only imagine how many jokes were told on set and off camera. Uh, you kind of talk a little bit about that in, in one of the scenes um, on the DVD. Can you uh, reiterate, like, some of the funny stories that you remember while being on set? Um. Wow, yeah, there were so many. Um, yeah, and I actually go into great detail in that in the um, in the blu-ray extras um i i haven't really heard it i mean i did a lot on that it was probably oh my gosh it may be like 10 15 minutes long um but yeah there were lots especially between um mickey and mickey rooney and red buttons um because you know those two were such uh kind of old vaudevillian type comedians and you know they had known each other for a long time so there was a lot of uh, comedic stuff going on between them, but you know there were so many comedians um, in that film, and they really play off each other. Um, so there was just so much stuff. I, God, oh man, I have so many. You know, it was so long ago; it's kind of hard to to remember. But I remember, like, um, oh, I think there was a scene in the movie where, and it may have been real short. Uh, but where like Mickey and Red were walking to the cave when they were both supposed to be drunk, um, and they were going to show—I think Mickey was going to show Red, or Red was going to show Mickey 
uh, where the dragon was living in the cave. Um, and when they filmed the scene, it must have been five minutes long, the two of them playing off each other, being drunk, stumbling down the beach, which was hilarious. If they had left it in, you know, the movie would have been much longer. But, oh, my gosh, that was hilarious. Um, and then, of course, you know, something no one ever saw was when we had our rap party at the end of the movie, it was, of course, really, really long. And they had lots of comedians come in that weren't in the movie at all. You know, Tim Conway and Carol Burnett and those kind of people that did lots of comedic stuff, uh, which was really, really funny as well. But um, the guys on the set had done, and these were like the uh, the special effects guys, had painted dragon footsteps in the parking lot of Disney Studios they went to a parking a spot and then they painted dragon footsteps leading up to the entrance to the studio uh, as if like the dragon Elliot had had his own parking spot and then you know walked up into the studio and we all thought that was hilarious we were sitting around in the parking lot looking at it the day that they had done it all laughing and at the time Gary Morgan had pulled up in his he was driving this old I think it was like a Dodge van um, at the entrance gate. And again, this was 1976 as he pulled up. So this was way before cell phones, way before anyone had any, any kind of a handheld phone or anyone had ever thought of it. And as he pulled up to the main gate, the gate guard was kind of sitting there, you know, about to let him enter into the parking lot. And Gary pulled up an old phone you know, like the old ones with the cord, the old Bakelite phones that he just had in his van. And he went to go answer it like he had a phone in his van. And at the time, you know, that was just beyond anyone's, you know, perception or conception. And we all laughed so hysterically because, I mean, we literally fell on the ground because it was just beyond what anyone even thought was possible. But see, like today, I mean, that wouldn't even be, you know, funny or... You know, no one would even think of that, but at the time it was just hilarious. So, you know, I mean, a lot of gags that, you know, today I don't even think people would think of. And, you know, uh, there's a couple things in this film I'd like to point out that maybe we don't see a lot nowadays in, in any type of film, like child abuse, alcoholism, and saying goodbye to a loved one forever. Many of these topics are covered, um, especially with, we were just talking about Gary Morgan. Gary Morgan played one of your abusive brothers. When you're going through these scenes, what exactly is the director kind of walking you through? Because again, you're 12 years old. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's all, right, it's all acting. I mean, in reality, we're all having a fantastic time. I mean, it was a great set. We all had just, you know, the most fun you can possibly have. So, I mean, it's it's all acting. I mean, um, you know, you have to get into the, you know, just like any acting, you have to get into what's going on and everything. But, you know, I mean, I was never scared. No one was ever really scared. You were just kind of playing, you know, playing the part. Um, you were kind of aware of what was going on. It's funny now when I look back because, you know, I only have really, really good memories of how fun everything was. But, um, you know, it was about... Boy, a couple of months ago, maybe three months ago, I think when people were talking about the new version of Pete's Dragon um, and that it was going to be a darker version, and so, someone contacted me and said, 
I don't understand how it could be a darker version because Peach Dragon was probably the darkest movie Disney ever made. And I was like, it was? <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that dark. It just never dawned on me because, you know, we had, uh, I mean, it was just so fun. And there were, you know, there were just so many, it was a huge, huge set. And it took six months to make mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we had to, you know, learn all the dancing and we had to plan because even though it was live action, it was partially animated. So there was a lot of planning that went in. Um, you know, most people film now with the, I guess it's blue screens or, or green screens. But we used a new technique that was a yellow screen, right, that used multiple cameras uh, to fill in the animated dragon, which I think was only done in that film. I think these are real classic themes. I mean, you know... These are about sailors, you know, this was on the main coast, obviously, and these were lighthouse keepers, uh, these were fishermen, um, obviously Nora's husband was a sailor who was lost at sea. These are all real classic kind of, you know, tales that you can read in some of the most classic books of all time. Um, you know, Nora being a lighthouse keeper and, and waiting on the lighthouse for uh, her husband that was lost at sea. These are real kind of real classic themes. Um, and then sailors, you know, dealing with alcoholism, um, you know, this is real kind of classic, uh, literary stuff. It was really interesting to see the announcement of Pete's Dragon as a remake. They've released trailers and images of the dragon. When you heard about the initial announcement of a remake of Pete's Dragon, what were your thoughts? I'm happy to see it. I like remakes. Um... So I'm always happy to see it. I haven't seen the trailer. I've seen a couple of photos. Um, I'm glad that they've, you know, a lot of times when they do remakes, it's it's an exact remake. remake. And I don't really like those. I like it when they kind of reinterpret it. Um, so I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm happy to see that they're reinterpreting it. Um, and I'm happy to see how they reinterpret it. It sounds like it's going to be something uh, new and um, unusual, so um, I'm happy to see that as well. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm thrilled to see what they're going to do with it. Were you ever contacted to film a cameo in the film? No, um, but I did, I mean, I talked to the, uh, I, you know, via Twitter and Facebook and that kind of stuff. I've, I've just kind of spoken briefly to the director and the producer and that kind of stuff, you know, just you know, exchanging pleasantries and that kind of, you know, encouraging kind of stuff. And I love that they still have him at the Disney theme parks. They recently what? just put back the Main Street Electrical Parade and the last float, believe it or not, <laughs> is Elliot the Dragon with right. Pete on top of him. And uh, and Pete is wearing his nice white outfit, the one that he goes to school in, too. It's it, it's really cool. I love I love seeing that float, and I always wave and like, oh, Pete! <laughs> <laughs> and when we did, when we did the the tour afterwards um that's when they first came out with it and i mean i rode that that um elliot down uh 5th avenue in new york i rode it in the uh halftime shows at um football games and uh you know all over when we did those tours so and then i rode it a, a lot in at disneyland in the um in the main street parade when it first started so yeah i rode that elliot many 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 times and as you mentioned you kind of moved away from the entertainment industry can you right. tell our audiences what you're up to right now um now i'm really kind of not i'm just kind of retired i got accepted into a 
really good college prep, which was when I quit the business, which was a college prepping high school. Um, and that's when I quit. And then I went to a federal military academy and, you know, I went into the Navy and the Merchant Marine. And then, um, um, you know, I worked after that, I worked for a Fortune 100, a couple of Fortune 100 companies. And, and then I retired. So, you know, I'm pretty much just, just hanging around these days. And before we end our interview, of course, I'd like to add my fab three Disney-themed questions, which I always ask my guests. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? Wow, that's a really good question. I I mean, I liked all the Disney films, but what would have been my favorite? I would say probably Sleeping Beauty. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person. And we'll exclude Elliot because he's already your best friend. <laughs> right. See, you got me because that's what I was going to say, obviously. Um, what Disney character would be my best friend? Boy, you ask tough questions. <laughs> um, well, I, if it's not Elliot, then it'd have to be Mickey Mouse. Our Mickey question. If I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Um, well, Brazzle Dazzle Day. And I think we should just play that out <laughs> as we end our interview because actually that's one of that, that's pretty much my favorite song in the movie too. I love Brazzle Dazzle Day, and it was a pleasure to talk with you, Sean, about Pete's Dragon because you know not a lot of people get to talk to Pete himself, so I'm completely honored here. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate it. A lifetime of joy in just a few hours. All our 